It's 5 in 10 from Skywatch TV for Monday, May 1st, 2023. I'm Derek Gilbert. Please remember you get instant access to Skywatch TV's virtual conference, One World Rising, right now when you sign up at DefenderConference.com. 90 days access. Full details coming up after the break. Topic number five today, boots on the ground in Africa. You may not be aware, but the U.S. Army has soldiers deployed to Somalia. This by order of President Biden last year. And last week, the House of Representatives rejected a resolution by Florida Congressman Matt Gates that would require President Biden to withdraw most of those soldiers. Opponents of the legislation said it would hurt national security by making it more difficult to fight al-Shabaab, a terrorist organization based in Somalia. Gates said that accepting Biden's decision to send soldiers back into Somalia, one would have to believe that 900 U.S. soldiers could protect a country of 17 million people against 7,000 hardened al-Shabaab fighters. The House rejected Gates' resolution by a, a vote of 321 to 102. Just remember, whenever there's bipartisan support in Congress for something, you know the fix is in. Interestingly, a prominent neocon by the name of Max Boot, who never met a war he didn't like until recently, apparently, recently published a column in which he admitted that the neocons were wrong about war in Afghanistan, war in Iraq, which, as you remember, began in 2001 and 2003, the Afghanistan war only recently ending, at least as far as our involvement in it. Um, we still have soldiers on the ground in Iraq 20 years later. Boot also admitting that neocons were wildly over-optimistic about the ability to spread democracy around the world through the use of the U.S. military. Very interesting that this comes out now, as it appears that things on the ground in Ukraine are not as the corporate media here in the U.S. has been telling us for the last year, this reads to me like the admission of a prominent neocon that things are not going as well as they would have hoped in Ukraine and uh, is now backpedaling to try to salvage a, cre- a shred of credibility before uh, the imminent humiliation that appears, uh, appears coming in Ukraine. Topic number four, speaking of Africa, Nigeria, in 11 days of attacks through Wednesday, April 26th, Fulani herdsmen in Nigeria killed 18 people and wounded others in the predominantly Christian villages of Plateau State. Nigeria reportedly led the world in Christians killed for their faith in 2022, more than 5,000. This according to the Open Doors 2023 World Watch List report. Nigeria also led the world in Christians abducted, sexually assaulted or harassed, forcibly married or physically abused, um, and had the most homes and businesses attacked for faith-based reason or, or re, uh, for faith-based reasons. That is, um, in the 2023 watch list of the countries where it is most difficult to be a Christian, Nigeria moved to sixth place, its highest ranking ever. Now, while we were in Jerusalem during our Israel tour, we met some lovely ladies from a, a group in Nigeria. That, were, that had traveled to Israel were touring the country. And they said that things from where they sat, you know, as people living in Nigeria, that things appeared to be getting better with the recent election of a new president. We will see he is still the president-elect, not yet sworn into office. But uh, Nigeria, a uh, very populous state, oil-rich, but also a place where being a Christian can be dangerous to your health. Topic number three, the U.S. government is trafficking children That's the claim of a whistleblower from the Department of Health and Human Services. Now, the New York Times has been running a series on missing children here in the United States. 
citing data from the U.S. Customs and Border Protection, uh, approximately 345,000 minors have crossed into the United States unaccompanied since Joe Biden took office in 2021. And according to the New York Times, about 85,000 of these children have disappeared. The Department of Health and Human Services has lost contact with about a quarter of the children, unaccompanied minors who crossed into the United States just within the last two years. 85,000. That's more than double the population of the county that we live in here in southern Missouri. Last week, a whistleblower testifying to Congress called on the government to crack down on the United States government's role in this child trafficking network. Tara Lee Rodas former employee of HHS, told the House Judiciary Subcommittee on Immigration, Integrity, Security, and Enforcement that children are being trafficked through a sophisticated network that begins with recruiting in their home country, smuggled across the U.S. border, and then ends when the Office of Refugee Resettlement delivers a child to a sponsor. However, some of these sponsors are criminals and traffickers, members of transnational criminal organizations. The Times reports... A, deta- a rise in child exploitation where children are forced into the labor force, sometimes to pay back their smuggling costs. This has led to concerns that uh, by transporting children sponsors, the United States government is actually participating in child trafficking. The Times reported how officials have reportedly ignored signs of explosive growth. That's the Times word, explosive growth in the child labor force. And this has been ongoing since the Obama years. I recall stories of children in Ohio found by authorities there working at an egg farm, undocumented, smuggled into the United States and working for child traffickers for slave wages. Missouri Senator Josh Hawley now calling for the FBI to investigate. They would, but they're, they're busy investigating claims of people praying outside of uh, abortion clinics. Topic number two, California. Can you tell this bothers me just a little? California dreaming. Bureaucrats in the the Golden State have approved a measure that bans the sale of new diesel semi-trucks in the state after the year 2036. The rules would force companies that operate 50 or more trucks to gradually convert their fleets to electric or hydrogen models, so-called zero-emission vehicles, or ZEVs, by 2042. Timelines based on the type of truck. The new rule from the California Air Resources Board on elected bureaucrats also mandates that 50% of all government vehicle purchases must be zero emission by next year and 100% by 2027. California's mandate is the first of its kind. Being first doesn't necessarily mean that you are leading the way. It sometimes means you're doing something that no one else has done because it's stupid. (laughs) The trucking industry is aghast at the news. love that word, aghast, because electric semi-trailers are really, really expensive, and they have very limited range. Besides which, there's no, there are no charging stations for semis, and it takes a long time to recharge these vehicles. The amount of chaos and dysfunction this causes will be like nothing we've ever seen before. Those are the words of Chris Shimoda, the senior vice president of the California Trucking Association, who goes on to say that the likelihood that this fails is, is fails pretty spectacularly, his words, is very high. 
The American Trucking Association also weighing in. President and CEO Chris Spear saying they are significantly more expensive, charging and refueling infrastructure is non-existent, and ZEVs are not necessarily a one-for-one replacement, meaning you'll need more trucks on California roads to haul the same amount of freight, end quote. (sighs) Come out of her, my people. Coming up, school board in Washington State drops music education for fourth graders, and you'll never guess why. That's ahead on 5 and 10. There is a huge web of deception that has been intentionally woven into the underbelly of everything we perceive to be reality here on Earth. And it is compounded by falsehoods uttered from the lips of our governments, militaries, and even the Vatican. But what is the lie? And what is at stake? Skywatch TV is proud to present The Lies of Men and God's Hyper Video Collection. When you order the new documentary film by Steve Quayle and Daniel Holdings, Lies of Men and Gods, exposing the fallen angel agenda, the genetic corruption and destruction of the human race from the Skywatch TV store, you'll also receive the two full-length bonus DVDs, Humanity's Twilight and Extinction Protocols. First in the brand new groundbreaking documentary, Lies of Men and Gods, you will see how the globalists who control our governments, militaries, and parts of the Vatican are working to condition the masses of the world to accept the premise that aliens set to arrive here on Earth very soon are our technological, moral, and even spiritual superiors, and that they are in fact our creators. Featuring interviews with legends in Bible prophecy like Steve Quayle and Dr. Thomas Horn, this incredible expose burrows deep into the veiled reality of evil, which Satan is actively trying desperately to keep hidden from view, with never-before-seen footage of evidence that points to the absolute genetic corruption of human beings. This film endeavors to give you the unfiltered truth about who and what is actually controlling our planet. In the Lies of Men and God's Hyper Video Collection, you'll also receive Daniel Holdings DVD presentation, Humanity's Twilight. This fascinating DVD delves into one of the most tumultuous times in recent American history and how modern age pandemics are being used by governments of the world to usher in a massive loss of individual freedoms, civil unrest, famine, and even war. This video presentation serves as an outright warning about what's coming in the days ahead. But that's not all. Also included in this must-have collection is Daniel Holdings' DVD presentation, Extinction Protocols. This powerhouse DVD brings you face-to-face with the realities of how globalists are, right now, plotting the deaths of over 90% of the Earth's population, from forced medical interventions, alien disclosures, AI technology, and the end of paper money, to the explosion of cryptocurrencies and precious metals, Extinction Protocols covers what you need to know in order to be prepared for what is coming next. Sold separately, these items hold a retail value of $85. Yours now for your donation of only $35 plus shipping and handling. Time is short. The Lies of Men and God's Hyper Video Collection may be the last opportunity to expose an evil that waits at our doorstep. It is a reality that is stranger than fiction. The Lies of Men and God's Hyper Video Collection. Available now at skywatchtvstore.com. Order now or call 1-844-750-4985. 
Item number one today, okay, you probably guessed, music is racist. A Washington school district planning to cut music classes because it believes they promote white supremacy culture and significant institutional violence. My eyes would roll back in my head if I could do that. The Olympia School District, facing a budget shortfall of $11.5 million, which may not be irrelevant, voted last week to eliminate band and strings for fourth graders in an effort to save money and fight racism. School Board Director Scott Clifthorne said during the meeting that research proves music classes are healthy for young minds, but that they're disproportionately rolled out across the district's 12 elementary schools. I mean, students at some campuses have to miss core instruction in order to attend music classes, while some campuses offer longer instrumental class time than others. So instead of fixing it, they've just decided to scrap it altogether. Clifthorne actually went on to say, doubling down on this, we also know that there are other folks in the community that experience things like a tradition of excellence as exclusionary. Really? So, this is where you need the duct tape to wrap your head. A tradition of excellence is is discriminatory? We're a school, I'm continuing with Cliff Thorne's words now, we're a school district that lives in and is entrenched in and is surrounded by a white supremacy culture, and that's a real thing. Continuing, he uh, told concerned parents that there was nothing intrinsically white supremacist about string or instrumental music, but warned that there are ways in which it could contribute to the racist culture. The ways in which it is and the ways in which all of our institutions, not just schools, but Local government, state government, our churches, our neighborhoods inculcate and allow white supremacy culture to continue and be propagated and cause significant institutional violence are things that we have to think about carefully as a community. That's a word salad that trying to read between those lines says to me, we've got to find a way to cut $11 million from the budget, and this is a way to do it. Let's just spin it as anti-racist so parents don't get quite as angry. Mom, Dad, if your children are in public school, you really, really need to be very careful about what's being taught and how. One world rising. That's what we see in the news around us. The infrastructure for the prophesied one world government that will eventually be ruled by a character we call Antichrist. Well, arm yourself with information. Skywatch TV's virtual conference is on now, and you can get access for 90 days to cutting-edge presentations from the likes of Tom Horn, Pastor Carl Gallup's, Dr. Egal German, head of the International Biblical Apologetics uh, Institute, uh, Dr. Mike Spaulding, association that is, Dr. Mike Spaulding, Vicki Joy Anderson, Colonel David, many, many others, yours truly included. You get a complete list of the speakers and uh, instant access if you choose to sign up right now at DefenderConference.com. That's DefenderConference.com. Genetic manipulation by inhuman entities. That's the subject of this week's discussion on Skywatch TV. Daniel Holdings, the writer of Steve Quayle's new documentary, Lies of Men and Gods, talks about that in the context of extra, extraterrestrials. We'll put that in air quotes because they're not really from out there. They're from, well, they've always been with us. Uh, and the ancient Egyptians. 
Daniel Holdings, our guest. He talks to Joe Horn, Tom Horn, and Skywatch. The Skywatch investigative team. Our broadcast schedule for the over-the-air program is posted at skywatchtv.com slash channels. You can watch it right now at skywatchtv.com. The programs are always there. The archives always at the website. Watch it on Roku or Apple TV if you have the Skywatch TV app. You can also watch it at our YouTube and or Rumble channels. The address is right here. Or download our free mobile app, which brings all of our video content right into your smartphone or tablet, along with news updates three times a week and a calendar of upcoming events and more. It is available for iOS, Android, and Amazon Kindle Fire phones and tablets, and it is absolutely free. We've got links to the app stores posted at skywatchtv.com. Thank you for watching as we keep watch. I'm Derek Gilbert, and this is 5 in 10 from Skywatch TV.